who are we talking about in Yudalad? In Yudalad, we're discussing Benoni, the average, regular, striving Benoni, who has complete discipline, complete Kabbalah's O, a high, intense desire to stay connected to Hashem, but who's constantly struggling. And because of his constant struggles, he needs these, not only the long-term plan, think about Hashem, contemplate his greatness, create love and create fear, and through the love and fear, always stay connected. But he also needs on-the-spot solutions to the challenges of his Nefesh HaBahami and Yitzhahara. And that's what we discussed, the three messages not the long-term messages of creating a love, but the on-the-spot right now I'm being challenged. How do I overcome the challenge? I can't be bothered pushing myself to do the mitzvah. And look, Hashem, I want to stay connected. This is a connection. I feel I'm succumbing to the Avera. I don't want to be disconnected, and any Avera is going to disconnect me. We said these are the two strategies of the Yitzhahara. You don't really care, and it doesn't really hurt. And our response is, I do care, and it's very damaging. And the third message we said, that if even the lowest person will die for Hashem, I, I, I want to live for Hashem. And I know if I do the Avera or don't do the mitzvah, I'm not stepping up to the plate and living for Hashem. So that's how the Bainani stays committed and stays a Bainani as he's challenged. But that doesn't mean that inside it's all the same, and it isn't. And that isn't. And that really depends on the degree you love Hashem, which would be the degree you hate or despise evil. And that level of really loving Hashem, and if really hating evil, is the domain of the tzaddik. The tzaddik lives in this world like, we would say, where they're feeling the Abishur's presence, where they feel such love of Hashem. So the tzaddik is already living on Eden in this world. But if you're not a tzaddik, you're not. Which, through which we can answer another question of chapter 1. If you remember, we answered three questions from chapter 1 in chapter 13, last Eric. And now we're answering another one, which is Eov had this conversation with Hashem, in which he said, Hashem, you create Tzaddikim, you create Rishon. And the Gemara said on this, what? Uh, I thought the only thing we choose is our fear of Hashem. How could Eov say, and Hashem didn't say no, so obviously what Eov said was correct, having a conversation with Hashem himself. So what did Eov mean, and how is this correct, that Hashem creates Tzaddikim and creates Rishon? Well, the answer to creating Rishon we're going to get in chapter 28. It's the last answer we received from Parakalaf. But here we're receiving the answer to chapter 1, which is, that's the reality. At least when the Alta Rebbe wrote the Tanya, the reality was that a regular neshama was not created with the ability to be a tzaddik. Every single Jew comes into this world with the ability to be a vainerni, which we now understand how high it is. And Hashem selected certain neshamas, and he gave them different abilities, and those neshamas truly were created with the tzaddik ability. Not that necessarily they're born tzaddikim. They might have to go through a very long path to reach that level. But in their neshama, in mobility, a depth of loving Hashem, and therefore a depth of hating evil, that a regular neshama doesn't have. 
That was true until the spring of 1991. In Tavshin Nun Aleph, in 1991, Shabbos Parshas Emar, the Rebbe said, now this has changed. And because Mashiach spirituality is so in our world, our own spiritual abilities have changed, changed, and every single Jew truly has the ability, the Rebbe says in his edited talk, to be a tzaddik, gomor, bloshon, hatanya. So when the Altenheimer wrote this, and Kabbalah when Eve said it, it was the ability of a very, very small few select, and we learned, when we learned the chapter of the Tanya, how very few Jews have the ability to be an incomplete tzaddik, let alone a complete tzaddik. For the incomplete tzaddik, we said 18,000, and for the complete, we said 1,000. And we don't know if that's in every generation. Seemingly not. Seemingly that's neshamas of all time. And yet, since 1991, every single one of us has that ability to access that love of Hashem, to access that fear of Hashem, and in a separate mimer, Bila Hamavas Lanetzach, which I think I've mentioned before, the Rebbe says that every one of us actually at some point in our lives, do access the ability. It might be for a few minutes. But every one of us, at some point, reach the level of serving Hashem like a 